previously on Monogamy. Beautiful day for driving, don't you think, Ella? I have to say I'm pretty excited about starting my new job as a salesman for the Neckwear Tie Factory in Monogamy, Ontario, gateway to Eldridgeville. You must be excited, too, considering you're returning to the place of your birth, connecting up with your estranged father and confronting all those difficult, painful memories from your childhood. It's a pretty good plot exposition, wouldn't you say? A UFO! Holy crap, Johnny! An alien spaceship has landed right on Lewis's tent. Let's take a look. A real live alien spaceship. Don't get too close, Stevie. I'm scared. Lewis. Lewis, are you okay? Lewis. Jeez, I think he might be dead. I just want to know why we haven't got more sick people coming into the spillage ward. The Tie Factory Project. Adam Solomon, Hezbollah! Adam Solomon, Hezbollah! Adam Solomon, Hezbollah! It's all alive! Yes, the project needs more funding. And the only way I can funnel cash from the hospital is if we have more damn patients. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 14. In case you didn't know, this is our last episode. Sad, don't you think? Of course, you're all invited to the cast party later at Toronto Mayor Rob Ford's house. He promised to have a big barbecue and free beer and everything. So come on along and invite everyone you know to go to the mayor's house. Just bang loudly on the door and they'll let you in. Things will get rolling around 2 a.m. Okay. As you may recall, at the end of the last concert episode, Matt Cutter, M.D., came on stage with big news about the spillage disease. Then we cut it off so you would have to come back for the last episode. And you did. So, let's go back to the Mega Omnibowl one last time for the big announcement. Citizens of Monogamy, I don't need to tell you who I am. Who are you? I'm Matt Cutter, M.D., and I have an important announcement to make. Are you going to sing? No! I have important news about the spillage. This hideous creature beside me is the host carrier of the disease. He's responsible for spreading the epidemic to everyone in town. But don't judge him by his horrifically ugly appearance or his rancid smell. You know, I'm standing right here. Kill it! Kill the creature! Kill Kill the creature! No, no, we must keep him alive so as to study the disease and its impact on human cells. Shoot him then! That's the same as killing him. No, it's not. We could just shoot him in the leg. And then we'll kill him. Yeah! No, there will be no shooting this creature. We'll shoot you then. Yeah! Shoot Dr. Cutter! Kill Cutter! Kill Cutter! Kill Cutter! Kill Cutter! Okay, look, listen to me. I have made an important discovery about the spillage. Act it out in mime! 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 Look, people, this is stupid. I'm not going to act it out in mime. It would take far too long, and time is of the essence. We have to avoid panic. Now listen, the spillage is a terrible disease, it's true. But I have discovered that it's only temporary. The symptoms disappear in a few days. Wow, how about that? That's quite the bombshell. Well, actually, Anne Margaret. Now she's a bombshell. But still, that's pretty big news. Citizens of Monogamy don't have to panic anymore about the spillage. wonder how Jim Hargrove and his board of directors are going to react to this news. Not well, I imagine. We take you now to the boardroom in the bowels of the Monogamy Tie Factory. What a great word. Bowels. That would make a great name for a cat. Okay, I'll shut up now. Gentlemen. This is the worst day of my life. 
Uh, Jim, you said that the worst day was when you got married to Giselle, remember? Hmm, so I did. Well, then this is the second worst day of my life. You said that when Laverne and Shirley was canceled. Okay, well, then this is the third worst day of my life. You said that when I had sex with you and made you sign that confidentiality document in return for free trips to the Vatican, remember? Yes, yes, okay. It's a fucking bad day I'm having, all right? Everything's ruined. And to top it off, Sinatra's dead. Sinatra should have been dead 40 years ago. Keeping him alive like you did was just cruel. Oh, great. Hitler's calling me cruel. Look, what we did to Frank was all in the name of research. Just like how cosmetics companies burn the eyeballs out of little bunnies. Besides, he enjoyed it. Said it reminded him of his days in the mob. What was Matt Cutter thinking, anyway, revealing the secret of the spillage? I know. As a doctor, he sworn to make people sick, not make them better. How else is he going to get rich? I don't feel well. Me too! I feel like crap! Gentlemen, we have to focus. Our plan has been destroyed. The spillage is over. The panic is done. Yes, Sam Toad's spillage tie is selling like hotcakes, but that's not nearly enough to cover our costs. And the antidote pill that Tweedle gave us seems to be making us all sicker. I've got vomit in my eyeballs. It's not good, right? Calm down, calm down. I've sent for Tweedle to come here after the concert and explain everything. That's him now. Richard, let him in. Yes, jump right away. Sorry it took so long to get here, gentlemen. Dr. Cutter and I were signing autographs outside the stage door. Britney Spears asked me for an autograph. Can you believe it? My spores were everywhere. What's this, this antidote pill you gave us? It's not working at all. We all took this pill, believing it would prevent us from getting the spillage symptoms. Yet it's had the opposite effect. What's in it, anyways? Oh, uh, various things. Arsenic and nitroglycerin, mostly. Two of the most deadly things known to man! Really? On my planet, we use it as a sweetener for our iced tea. Great. We've ingested poison and an explosive material. How much time do we have left before it kicks in? When did you all take it? Three episodes ago! You've got less than a minute to live. Well, what's going to happen to us? Well, essentially, your heads will explode. Things were so much simpler when I was with Ava. You just took your cyanide and went to sleep. Oh, crap. Is my head getting bigger? I think it is, Jim. Any last words? Yeah. Don't Giselle, she was a lousy... Ah! A lousy what? Oh, my turn. I'll feel the same, everybody. There goes Adolf. Hold me, your holiness. Can I confess my sins to you before my head explodes? I suppose so, soccer hooligan. I just wanted to say, I never really liked soccer. Well, that's too bad. Now you have to burn in hell. I figured. That was messy, but funny in a way. Look, all I'm holding now is his arm. <laughs> There goes Conrad Black. Guess you won't be able to write a book about this one, Blackie. Welcome back to Canada. Mayor Wiener, could you hold my hat while my head explodes? Sure, I guess so. Thank you. It's a hell of a job getting one of these clean. Mayor Wiener, your head didn't explode. I know, Mr. Twiddle. I never took your antidote pill. 
You say I was too filled up on cheese balls. Well, your head may not explode, but you're going to be in the bathroom for a week. Uh, I guess you'll go back to running the tie factory now? Yes, yes, you know, people's heads may explode, but ties never stop. And the demand for Sam Toad's spillage tie will keep us in business for years. People still spill things. What about you? What will you do? Go back to your planet? No. You know it's funny, but I've traveled almost everywhere there is to travel in this galaxy, and the place I want to go the most is Paris. Everyone says, go to Paris. Well, au revoir, then, Mr. Tweedle. Au revoir. Au revoir. (sighs) They always thought I was dancing for them, but, you know... I just like to dance. Rock hard here. Well, looks like my job here is almost done. Everything has been resolved. The aliens are dead. The spillage disease has been stopped. The war with Easter Island is over. All the R's have been crossed and the T's have been dotted. Good triumphed over evil. That was okay. Let's see, what else? Uh, I won at the track today. Made 700 bucks. My secretary is having her foot amputated tomorrow. That's kind of weird. Anyway, back to the end of our story. We decided to wrap it up with a toad scene. You know, the old, the end is in the beginning theory. Anyway, over at Mercy General Hospital, a bound and gagged Ella Toad is lying in her hospital bed after having surgery for the injury she sustained when she was hit in the head at the concert by one of Eat With Ed's cheese balls. Here comes her husband. Sam Toad. Well, look who's taking it easy on Easy Street. I see they have you tied up and gagged, though. That can't be pleasant. What did you do to make them tie you up like that? Well, of course I'm okay. Don't I look okay? Baby, I feel like a million bucks. After we got you out of the concert bowl and over to the hospital here, I went and had a massage. I was a mess, let me tell you. Seeing you get hit by that cheese ball really upset me. I mean, they cost five bucks. You really missed something, you know. The rest of the concert was amazing. Until the end, that is, when Dr. Cutter came out. That was strange. He's your doctor, you know. It was Cutter who thought it was best that you be restrained. You know, in case you hurt yourself when you woke up and didn't know where you were. You know, when we first came here, I have to tell you, I had some reservations. Yes, sir, big reservations. But you know what? You bet. It was the best move we ever made. Mind if I sit down on the bed? (coughs) Think of it is, you know, I had no idea how things were going to turn out. It was all a big gamble, but man, has it paid off. (coughs) Oh, now look what's happened. You've fallen out of bed. Look, stop flopping around. You almost kicked the little table over. Here, let me help you. You know, you'd probably be better off without all these restraints. Let me untie it. The gag, however. (laughs) Just kidding. Here, here, there you go. Isn't that better? Sam, did you just say you want to stay in monogamy? You know, I think I have to. What with the spillage tie taking off and all, I think the future looks pretty sweet. Yep, pretty sweet. So where do you think you'll go? Well, I'll I'll stay here with you. Oh, right, of course. Well, let's get out of here. I think you look better now that they've washed the cheese off. Have you got your army coat? That'll be quite the keepsake, you know. I guess you heard they disbanded the monogamy regiment and kicked everyone out of the army who enlisted. You mean I'm not a sergeant anymore? Only in my heart, baby. Oh, that's a nice thing to say. Okay, let's go. Do you know where your coat is? Yes, it's in the closet. I'll get it. 
That was such a nice thing you just said, Sam. Yeah, okay, okay. Go and get the coat. Okay, here I go. Good then. No time like the present. (laughs) Getting my coat. (laughs) Getting my coat. Okay, then. Off you go. To get my coat. That's right. (laughs) From the closet. Get the coat! Okay. (laughs) Oh, great. Here come the waterworks again. Here come the waterworks. Look, look, just forget the coat. There'll be plenty of new coats, let me tell you. Oh. Tell you what. Come here and look out the window. I have a surprise for you. A surprise? Oh, yeah, a big one. It's right outside. Take a peek. All right, Sam. <laughs> well, don't hog the whole window. Let me see, too. Here, I'll just squeeze in beside you. Oh, 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 my gosh. Well, how do you like that? Sam accidentally pushed Ella out the window. You know how many times that's happened to me? Lots. Sometimes I'm doing the pushing, sometimes I'm the one getting shoved. Either way, it ain't pretty. But all things being equal, I hate falling out of buildings. It looks bad, professionally. Anyway, don't worry about Ella. She's landed in the bushes. She's okay. Sam's just getting down there now. Let's go take a listen. Ella! Ella! Ella, are you okay? I guess so. What happened? Well, I'm not sure. It all happened so fast. One minute you were standing by the window, the next minute you were gone. Oh, where did you park the car? Ah, uh, yeah, right, the car. Uh, well, you see, I, I had to sell the car, actually, to provide seed money for the tie idea. But don't worry, because I used some of the profits to buy a new car. And is it a beauty? Where is it now? Well, that guy said he'd have it here by one. At least I think that's what he said. Hey, look, there it comes now. That's the ZZ tow truck with our new ride. That's a strange-looking car. I know, that's what caught my eye. It sort of looks like one of those things, uh, you know, uh, one of those things, uh, round, gray, shiny. Oh, you know. What are those things called again? Oysters? No, alien spaceships. It looks like an alien spaceship. Oh, Sam, it's beautiful. It's glowing. (laughs) Yes, sir, you're right on time. Here's the 20 bucks I owe you. Say, who's the kid with you? Handsome little fella. Certainly looks better than you. I mean, he's got all his parts and all. And his teeth aren't covered in blood. God, sorry, what? I can't understand a word you're saying. Where are you from, anyway? Dad. Diad? Diad? Is that in the Middle East somewhere? My name is Lewis. Well, see, I can understand that. Good day to you, young man. Oh, he's so cute, Sam. Is this your daddy, little boy? No, he, he's a zombie. Ella, don't make him uncomfortable. You can plainly see he's an orphan. Oh, Sam, can we adopt him? That would be wonderful. Well, I don't see why not. Finders keepers. What do you say, Mr. Sure, I don't mind. No, my real parents are assholes, so I'd rather go with these guys. Thanks, Mr. Zed. You better take care of them, Sam, or I'll eat your brain. Oh, don't worry. We'll treat him like he's one of our own. Better even. We don't do so well with our own. Do you have the keys to the car? Thanks. Well, Ella, Lewis, shall we? Yes, Sam. Let's go, Dad. Yeah, all right. Let's not get carried away, okay? Everybody into the car. Well, baby, back to the hotel? Yes, please, Sam. But be careful. This car looks pretty fast. Hey, there's not too much I don't know about sports cars. Let me see. Where's the gear thingy? Ah, this looks like it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
See you in season two. I'm hot. Rock hot. Private dick. Well, I guess that's about it, folks. It's been quite a ride these last 14 weeks, huh? I really enjoyed being here with you. Usually I get shot by the third or fourth episode, so this was a real bonus for me. Remember to watch your backs out there. It's a tough world. Here's looking at you, kids. Hey, what do you mean, Rook? Not so fast. You still haven't paid me for filling in for you in episode six. Oh, hi, Tenpot. Yeah, sure. Uh, here you go. You mean you're actually going to pay me? Of course. What do you think I am? Some sort of cheap chiseler? Well, that's right. Well, I guess you don't know everything then, do you, Tim? Ten bucks? I don't believe it. I think I'm going to cry. All right, now. Don't get sappy on me. There. That better? Oh, thanks, Rock. I was scared there for a moment. All right. Now get in the kitchen and make me an onion sandwich. Oh, Rock. You're crazy. You know, I think I'm going to cry, too. I'm really going to miss you guys, listening in every week and all. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself now. Same thing you do with yourself every night, Harvey. (laughs) I'm even going to miss you, Joanne. And the creeps in the booth as well. Thank you, Harvey. We'll miss you, too. Anyway, to wrap things up, I just have a couple of more things to say. Monogamy was brought to you for your listening pleasure by Illustrated Men. Illustrated Men are... Bruce Hunter, Dave Eubank, and Adrian Truss with musical assistance from Rob McClain. Oh, and if you want to get in touch with them, you can write to them at info at illustratedmen.ca. Well, that's it. Goodbye, everybody! Goodbye! 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 Goodbye, everybody! Monogamy! Monogamy! Monogamy!